1: I'm nervous I know
0: It's like We just were saying That this is probably like The most important episode In a while
1: Yeah I mean they're all
0: important They're all fun But like This one's like Makes me nervous too
1: So we're gonna talk about Elections The election
0: Oh boy And can I Can I play for Everybody the clip That's been playing in my head The sound clip Yeah Hold on Okay, so that sound clip's been in my head all day, knowing this was coming. Okay,
1: so backstory: <laughs> when when Amanda was here, when Amanda was here for when Amanda was here for Awesome Ladies Live,
0: like three hundred years ago, yeah,
1: in August, we sat down <laughs> together on my screen and porch because it was like you know literally the best perfect day in the whole world, yeah. and we planned out season three work. Smarter, not harder. And we have this really nifty gap during Halloween slash election time. And it was like, yes, let's do a Halloween election crossover <laughs> episode.
0: The scariest topic we could imagine.
1: <laughs> and here we are.
0: So, for your spooky listening pleasure, the Monday before Halloween. Oh, oh, oh. It's all about the election. And <laughs> and what's super scary for me is this is your playing field. You're the home team on this one. I am totally the visiting team. This is not my turf at all. So let's jump right into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the thing that I'm really excited about is that we're going to make this a research-based, nonpartisan, come back to it anytime episode So that, like, the most important thing is that people are not afraid of voting, that people can feel like they can take on Election Day on their own terms and vote like the crafty ass females that they want to be. So. That's
0: awesome, because I have been searching for how to achieve that goal probably my whole adult life since I was 18 and known that I've been able to vote because I feel like on this episode I am representing the part of, I'm going to say the female population that understands the importance of being involved but literally has not the first slightest idea of how to go about it. So I'm, I know that I'm going to Disclaimer myself right now and say a lot of what's probably going to come out of my mouth This episode is going to be completely naive and make me sound ignorant Which is a lot of the reason why I've been so quiet about it and just you know the anxiety that comes up for me just Imagining people knowing how little I know about this topic and how important I understand that it is so I'm happy to represent I I tell my fellow teachers now that I'm a teacher, I tell them, listen, if you have a really stupid question, just tell me and I will ask it. <laughs> because I, I, I always want to be that person that's not afraid to ask what everyone is thinking, you know what I mean? So that's, that's where I feel like my role is on this episode, because I think you are the brains and I'm the do not about this.
1: <laughs> well, that's like, that's awesome. And that's totally okay. And, and I also want to say like, full support, appreciate it it's terrifying yes and also I, I like that you talked about it as being um part of being a woman because it's not really something that we hear men talk about I don't hear men talk about oh I, I don't feel like I'm informed enough to vote mm. I don't feel like I you know my opinion matters enough like this is this is something that, uh, I think we as women tackle a lot more, and it's definitely culturally placed upon us, and it's definitely something that we need to open up and talk about more.
0: Like, how much does my voice really matter? Kind of a attitude.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And the answer is a thousand percent. Your voice matters immensely. And, um, one of the great things is that your voice matters now more than ever. Um... So, one of the things that I asked you to do was send me over some questions so that we could get started. Oh boy, you're like, let's test how naive she really is. Well, no, so no, that's literally the greatest (laughs) thing. Because I want this episode to help, like literally the most helpless people. Yes. Because I don't want to leave anyone out. If this episode leaves someone out then I've messed up because I want this episode to encompass everyone.
0: Knowing this was coming made me feel like a lot this week. Like, is this the reason why the universe had me and Kristen partner up? Because I do feel like I might be the helpless person, the most helpless person that you want to talk to. And you are the most helpful, I think. So, yeah. So where do you want to
1: start? The first question you asked me was how to register to vote. And you want me to break it down like super simple terms as simple as possible. Yes. Registering to vote is so, so super easy. It is different in every state and voting in every state is a little bit different because voting is done by states. So, usually it's done by filling out a registration form. Um, it can be done by mail, it can be done in person and some states allow it to be done online. So, uh, to find out what your state requires, you can go to vote411.org, and this is the voting info site from the League of Women Voters, and I'm gonna be giving you a lot of information from the League of Women Voters throughout the uh, episode today. If you want the one that is run by the government, go to vote.gov. In some places, you will need to vote in person the first time, and in some places, registration has passed, because in some places, there are registration deadlines. I know New York, New Jersey, Michigan, all of the deadlines in those places have passed. But there are states that allow you to register and vote on the same day. So, short version. Yeah. Go to vote411.org. There's a big button that says register to vote. They'll say, give us your email address. Tell us where you live. And they will email you the registration form.
0: And And so people can do that as they're listening right now. But if their state, it's already up too late, they won't be able to do that.
1: Well, there are multiple elections every year. Mm. So even if the deadline has passed to vote in this November's election, you should still do it. Because you'll be able to vote in whatever the next election is. So... You should absolutely do it right now. And if you're not sure if you're registered to vote, you can go and check if you're registered to vote at the same place.
0: Cool. And another stupid question. You don't have to register to vote every year. Once you're registered.
1: Once that- you're registered, you're registered. Okay. If you change where you live, you okay. will need to change or update your registration.
0: Okay. Otherwise, it'll last you forever. Yes. I'm throwing them out there, Chris. Well, there are
1: some states. Some states are trying to suppress the vote and trying to suppress the vote of specific communities, especially. And they do things like purge the voter rolls if you haven't voted in so many years or so many elections. And in those cases, you may have to register again, which is Uh, why it is always good to periodically check if you are registered to vote, especially in important elections like this one.
0: And you can do that always online because someone once told me, go to your post office or go to like they told me to
1: do go somewhere. There are a bunch of different places where you can check to see if you're registered to vote. You can always go to the place that does your local elections. So whether it's the city, uh, city hall, whether it's the county clerk's office, whoever handles your local election, you should be able to go there in person and say, am I registered to vote? And they should be able to tell you yes or no. And if you're not registered to vote, that should be the exact same place where you could fix your registration or change your registration and you know, sometimes it's great to be able to do things in person, so that way you don't have to check out the form, you know, mail the form in. And... Okay, that was a good
0: breakdown. And that's yeah, easy enough.
1: It is. It It's really easy to register to vote. Do you get, like, a confirmation, like, you are registered to vote? Good job.
0: Or is it kind of like... Yes, yeah.
1: you should, in the mail, get a voter registration card. Okay. Saying this is, you know, you are registered to vote. This is your polling place. Um... So you report there to vote. Yes, that's where you go to vote. And, um, you know, they're usually local civic buildings, whether, you know, it's the town hall, whether it's the local elementary school. Everyone has a specific place that they go to vote so that when you show up to vote, they can check off. Oh, yes, this person has come to vote.
0: Okay, and another stupid question, this that we're breaking down is for american voters it's probably different overseas in other places absolutely okay
1: and, right. and it's right and and this is for right the united states elections and it's also going to be very different from state to state mm. this will go right into your second question okay which is who and what are we voting for on november 6th and since it's not the presidential election like what's the big deal yes so i want to break it down because it it's complicated, man, and there's a lot of stuff that we're voting for. And let me tell you,
0: social studies and history and those subjects was my worst. Like I think that's part of this problem is that I was never it never interested me. So I've I've I'm interested in social change and I'm interested in my rights and what I want for myself living in this life. But but that never translated Growing up learning about all the branches and So so I'm coming from A very handicapped starting point
1: Well I think that's one of the Big things is that we don't talk about How civics matters To us as individuals Right And so Let's break it down into On election day We're going to be electing People nationally We're going to be electing people to the state Government and we're going to be electing people to local governments.
0: Okay. I understand all those
1: terms. Great. Okay. And you literally, please stop me at any time if oh, nothing I makes sense. Because I- <laughs> okay, so nationally, we're in um, what's called a midterm election. And so that happens in the two years between the presidential elections. Gotcha. So every two years... Every single member of the House of Representatives gets reelected or gets, is up for election.
0: Okay. The House of Representatives is not at all those people that, that was the Senate that talked to, to, uh. Yes. Okay. Dr. Ford. Yeah. And so the House of Representatives is a different branch.
1: Okay. Oh gosh, this is bad. No, it's not. Not at all. (laughs) Okay. So three branches of government, right? Yes. We've got the executive branch, who is the president, and his cabinet. Okay. Judicial. Judicial branch is the Supreme Court. Who who talked to Dr. Ford. Who is Brett Kavanaugh. Okay. And we've got the legislative branch, which is the Senate and the House of Representatives. Okay. That, That part is confusing. I get that. And you just flashed me back to like eighth
0: grade when I was, didn't know what was going on. So let's good. This is a good refresh.
1: <laughs> well, like it, they don't make it easy either. Yeah. So let's let's push aside the executive branch and the judicial branch.
0: OK, so we're in legislative with the House of Representatives and the Senate.
1: Yes. The, the legislative branch is what we are electing nationally this on year. On November 6th. OK. So we are electing every member of the House of Representatives, and there are 435 of them. We're electing 435 people? Well, everyone <laughs> only gets to elect one. Who? Oh, so everyone has one vote
0: of all the candidates. I want this person to be in the House of Representatives.
1: Yes, because they're apportioned by geography. Technically, everyone is supposed to have about the same number of people in their district. And so, like, um, places like New York have a lot of districts. Mm-hmm. N- Wyoming only has one district. Mm. And so um, I offhand don't remember how many states, how many districts are in each state because that's a really bizarre thing to memorize. And I, I'm not that <laughs> I'm person. I'm shocked that you knew Wyoming had one. <laughs> um, so depending on how populated your state is, you will get... A specific number of house members. Gotcha. To vote on. To vote for. And then your state. Divides up those house members. Based on geography. Okay. So like. New Jersey where I grew up. There are a bunch of little districts. Around New York City. And then bigger districts. Out in the areas where a lot of people didn't live. Mm -hmm. And each district is represented by one person. And the people inside those districts choose that one person. Okay. And in case you're wondering how those districts are decided, they're decided by the state governments, and they're decided every 10 years by the census. After the census, not by the census. After the census. Okay. Okay. So we are electing these house members every single one of them
0: so So, how could we
1: know about all of them well you don't need to know about all of them you only need to know about the person you're representing that's Uh, representing you that's
0: representing me that that if i want to say so like the few people that would be representing me who do i only
1: one person is going to represent you
0: oh so but i have to vote out of a few people for that one
1: no yes probably a democrat and probably a republican okay
0: So I would only be concerned about what those two people are representing and saying?
1: Yes. Okay. In in very specific cases, there may be another person who might be running on an independent party or a Green Party. But in 99 out of 100 cases, there will be a Republican candidate and a Democratic candidate. And you should only concern yourself with what those two people are saying. Okay.
0: And now, okay, and then we're going to... Vote and elect them to be in the running, to be in that 400
1: plus for the House of Representatives. They will automatically be in the House of Representatives. Oh, that we
0: vote for from our district. Like, hey, there's our guy. Yes, exactly. Okay, And then now once they're in there, what is the House doing? They
1: make laws.
0: That's an important job.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And like, it's really important because that one person represents all the people from your area. And so if your area needs anything from the federal government, that's your person. Mm. So like if, if you need a bridge or if you need funding for a disaster emergency, like uh, when Hurricane Sandy happened, mm. your representative is the person who needs to fight for you in Congress. If if um,
0: And Congress means... Senate and executive and uh
1: Congress only means legislative branch.
0: Oh, so they're gonna talk to the Senate,
1: right? So that we're gonna link to how a bill becomes a law. Um, the schoolhouse rock video, <laughs> okay? It's it's really good. Okay, um, no, I need it. I need it. So, the way that that happens, the way a, the way a, um, a bill becomes a law, is that a congressman either in the house or the senate mm-hmm. they get these little committees because there's a ton of things that that these people have to do between you know international things domestic mm-hmm. things whether it's agriculture oh my god mm-hmm. you know just right bridges right. i'm just gonna keep saying bridges right <laughs> <laughs> transportation schools uh there are literally hundreds of thousands of things to do so everyone you know, has a couple of different jobs, and they'll be put on a committee. And so to get a law to happen, you say into your committee, here's my law, here's my proposal. And if they like it, they'll vote on it. And if it makes it out of committee, then if you're in the House, the entire House will vote on it. And if the House says yes, then it'll go over to the Senate committee. Of the same name. If it's agriculture, we'll pretend it's agriculture. Say that you have a a bill that's going to help corn farmers do better at corn farming. If it makes it out of the House and everyone says, yes, this is great for everybody. It'll go over to the Agricultural Senate Committee. And if the Agricultural Senate Committee says yes, then it'll go to the full Senate. And if they say yes, then the full legislature will say yes. And then that bill will go to the president. And if he says Yes, then it, the bill will become a law.
0: I see, and so, so what do you call the person that you elect that goes to the House Representative? Your congressman. He yes. It, that's who you
1: call him. Yes, and that's so your like, congressperson.
0: Okay, and so, oh, would you like a lot of them are lawyers or are in politics because they they argue right for you? It's kind of like a lawyer, or yeah, I, or like they'll study law and then they'll say like, this is why we need this and this. Kind of like yeah, aware. you can
1: definitely, law is one of the, um, about 25% of, oh well that's about 10 years ago now, I don't even, it might even changed. Law is one of the, the tracks that people take to get into Congress. On the one hand, it's, I would say, sure, you can have experience to be a Congress person. But on the other hand, the most important thing is that you are... Putting somebody in there that represents your interests.
0: That makes sense.
1: And like that's the most important thing. Okay. And in addition to electing the entire House of Representatives, we're also electing one third of the Senate because senators are elected to six year terms. Mm -hmm. So every two years, one third of the Senate is elected. Um so oh. one one of my senators is up for election uh and about about half of the country has one of their senators up for election so there's a possibility that you'll be electing a senator too mm-hmm. at the state level things are going to be different depending on where you live mm-hmm. you might be voting for your governor um there's a you know several governor elections that are up florida's happening um that one's tough you're probably also electing a whole bunch of people to your state legislature because states mimic the same types of governments that we have at the federal level you might be they may be called state representatives and Mm -hmm. state senators they might be called something else I know in New Jersey, they're called uh, assemblymen mm-hmm. or assemblywomen. Um, and so I don't want to say they're definitely called senators or representatives right. and confuse people, but it's called your state legislature. So you'll probably be electing at least some people to those positions as well. Um,
0: and of course, and uh, each one of these positions goes through like a debate type of thing. It just isn't that Maybe not. Broadcast.
1: Oh, okay. Some people refuse to do debates because I see. they're bad at them, right. and it might just go bad. I see. But for the most part, like, you'll, you'll be able to find information on all of the candidates. And um, I have a couple of really good resources for that in a, in a, in a couple minutes. Awesome. Um, there are a few other things that are on, going to be on the state level of things that might be different from state to state you might elect statewide lawmakers. There are a couple of different positions that might that are not governors, but maybe you elect a lieutenant governor, or maybe you elect a state attorney general. Mm. And that's going to be different from state to state. And you may also have state ballot measures. And these are something that I really want to ask people, like if you have a state ballot measure, that's something you're going to want to research in advance. What does like that mean lot- exactly? Um, instead of the legislature creating laws, uh-huh. it's people voting on a law, whether they want it passed or not. Oh, like regular people. Yeah. Mm. And that's that's done right at the ballot instead of I it going see. through that whole process that I explained earlier. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: What's like, that that's- called?
1: State ballot. What's it called? Like a uh, a ballot measure. A ballot Sorry. measure. Um. Technically, how it should be done is that the constituent, which is a person represented by the Congressperson, mm-hmm. would bring some type of law or problem that could be fixed by a law to the Congressperson, and he would bring it through the whole process. Mm. In some cases, in some states, like California is really big with ballot measures. California always has a ton of really interesting ballot measures. Mm -hmm. Um, And Californians always get to uh, decide on some interesting things that will change in their legal system. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some interesting ones here in Michigan, and there are some other interesting ones in Missouri And those are things that are, they're not well worded on the ballot. They're Mm -hmm. hard to read when they're worded on the ballot. Mm -hmm. So I think it's one of those things that you really do have to go into. With With background, yeah. Yeah, with an understanding of how you're going to vote ahead of time. Right. Because if you try to read it and understand what they're saying, you're going to have a hard time. Right. Well, I have a hard time and. I like this stuff.
0: Yeah. And uh, what I think about, too, is like, let's say I'm a normal person. I have an issue. And I want to bring it to my congressman. I want to bring Uh it to my congressman. And I just want to say, hey, this is, and I'm passionate, and I'm explaining my stance, and I'm influencing him. And then he goes and tries to explain it to someone else who then tries to, I feel like when you pass that passion through other people, it becomes telephone, and then in the end it, like, gets lost. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I kind of do feel like the passionate people about the topics are the ones that should be choosing. Because I feel like you you, you run the risk of, like, a telephone effect of like, I tell it to him with passion. He tries to tell it with passion to someone else and tells and tells and tells and tells.
1: Yeah. I totally agree.
0: Yeah. You're hoping, you're like crossing your fingers that the person's getting the point across. He might be bringing your issue, but like, yeah.
1: Right. But again, everyone has their own agenda. Right. Which is why things like ballot initiatives are good, which is why making sure to vote your own interests is always of utmost important, right and like why the next thing I'm gonna, I want to tell you like voting at the local level is really important like even when you're not voting for national like national politicians like everyone gets out and votes during the presidential election that's awesome way to go guys you're doing a great job but the people who affect your lives the most are the people who run your town are the people who run your county are the people who make the decisions about your local taxes are the people who make the decisions about your roads about your water about the things that happen on your day-to-day life these are the people who are making decisions about you your family the way your community lives and you are hiring them for a job you have no choice but to pay their salary mm-hmm. you're forced to pay their salary if you don't pay their salary you'll go to jail <laughs> All right like I, it's not you know like i'm i'm i it's it's funny because it's true like yeah so do like do
0: get the most you can out of your money. Right. <laughs> like exactly. Get, yeah.
1: get your money's worth because yeah. you're paying for it.
0: Yeah. That
1: makes um, a lot of sense. The
0: thing is, though, I feel like the presidential election is so in your face that like you don't have to go out and try to find information, even though what's fed to you is questionable. But I mean, like, well, see,
1: that's right. That's it.
0: You have to go out and find out about your local people.
1: And it's so easy. It's so, it's, guys, it's so easy. Yeah. I know that, like, especially with the rise of Facebook and Instagram, guys, let me talk about Instagram. Do you know how many sponsored Instagram ads I've gotten from politicians this season? I cannot even tell you how many (laughs) paid Instagram ads, like, they're onto me. But also, why are they, like... They know how I'm voting. I know how I'm voting. Why are they paying money? I don't know. It's mm. a little weird. But let's talk about some resources on how you can stay informed easily. And like, here's the big secret. You can be as informed as you want to be. You can be a five minutes a week informed. That's enough.
0: Mm.
1: You can spend an hour, one hour, informing yourself before election day and be good to go. That's Mm -hmm. enough time. In the time that you spent listening to this episode of Crafty S Female, you can inform yourself about the election. That's a good point. It's not, like, it's not hard. It's not difficult. You are a smart woman. You know what's important to you. And...
0: So would it be like I mean I know you're going to give us resources but would it be like a Google search of like who's running locally? like how, like I know it's easy
1: I just okay. literally yeah let's so, do it let's do it The League of Women mm-hmm. Voters Okay I The already League love of Women that Voters I They love started that when ladies got the vote and were still pissed off that like ladies were not taken seriously mm. Well fast forward to 2018 Ladies still aren't taken seriously. Um even though we vote more than men, even though we we vote way more than men. Like so much more than men that it's like really not good for people. <laughs> um Okay, so the League of Women Voters, they are a nonpartisan group of people. And and let's just
0: Nonpartisan means, like, don't choose sides.
1: Right. They don't affiliate with a political gotcha. party. They're okay. not Democrats and they're not Republicans. OK. They're a progressive organization, meaning that they think progressive goals are good. And
0: they just want to keep people informed. That's their main.
1: Right. They, their vote org is to get people to be as informed as possible to make the best decisions for themselves to vote. That's awesome. And so, one of the things that they do, they have 700 chapters nationwide. They put out informed voting guides. So, I have one. Um, I'll take a picture of it and I'll show it to you guys. Cool. This has um, every single thing that's going to be on my ballot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have them for everyone. Mm. Uh, like, every single thing that will be on your ballot, every person, every ballot initiative. Like, even your school board people, like, they have gotten in touch with these people and asked them, I'm going to ask, like, open up so I don't, you know, what is the most important thing to you? What are the three things that you want to bring to the town, is one for the the town. Mm Mm-hmm. And they ask you you know they ask the same questions of the democrat they ask the same questions of the republican and with its further judges that we have in this one you know it's please explain you know your relevant experience it's a very very short miniature job interview which is exactly the kind of information that you want and you need to make an informed decision and if you want more information after you read this They have the names of the people. They have the websites if the people provided them. But also, like, at that point, you can Google search.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You don't, like, for for your school board, though, like, these people are, this is not, um, it's not even a part-time job, really. So, these people are, you know, maybe teachers or lawyers or, you know, uh, maybe waitresses. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't, they have other jobs. So, Mm -hmm. They don't really have websites sometimes, but maybe they have phone numbers and you can call them or they have email addresses and you could ask them questions. But that's a lot, you don't need to do that. You really don't need to do that. You can just go to vote411.org, type in your address. They'll tell you all the things that are gonna be on your ballot. Okay. And you can read, like this is what this person thinks. And this is what this person thinks. This is what this person thinks. And this is what this person thinks. And like the most important thing. More than anything else. Is that you need to be clear on what your values are. Right. And. When you're clear on what your values are. It'll be so much easier to hear and see through the bullshit. Because you'll be able to see through lines and hear through lines like you'll uh, the the um the, the crap will just kind of fade away from a lot of the political ads when you know what you want like um, for me healthcare is a really 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 important yeah value and and healthcare in the sense of i think people need and deserve healthcare not insurance companies need and deserve health care. Right. And um, like Jeff is very uh, – obviously I am too, though. But like, you know, education is a huge important value to him. Right. And so when you figure out what your values are, a lot of times your values will align um, with certain things. Like if, if your value – is to pay the littlest amount of taxes possible then your values probably align more republican mm-hmm. if your values are more education more healthcare more social based then they probably align with the democratic party and that might not always be true right. and you need to find where your values are because your values are the only thing that matter because you're hiring someone to do a job for you. That makes and, sense. And you're, the the job that they're going to do is represent you in negotiations at that table. Yes. And And you need someone who is going to align with the values that you need represented.
0: Yeah, all that makes sense. And I like that, like, I feel like the way you describe that website makes it feel like a reliable, like you're saying, non-propaganda source.
1: So your fourth question was, is it bad to trust your gut when it comes to voting? I don't think so. You want your gut to be informed, especially by your values. Yeah.
0: So even when you're informed, you could be stepping up to the plate, needing to make a decision, and like
1: it might come. Like, I, like, I. But you can always get a copy of your sample ballot. Or you can get something like this League of Women Voters guide that's Mm going to have every single thing with the words on it that it's going to appear, like, you can get the answers to the test before it's going to be there, always.
0: Right, and I think a lot of this issue, again, ties back to my anxiety and how I have this, like, complex of I never feel like I'm capable of understanding hard things, you know what I mean? Well, and you
1: can also bring the material with you.
0: Right, I just bring my research and be able to, like, Feel informed. like I, Yes. I, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Because, like, I have this issue where even when I'm informed, I doubt how informed I am. So I think that's just a personal issue with me. That's one. Two, I mentioned, too, like, a lot of the my idea of going into voting and stepping into the box and going, like, okay, I'm going to make this big important decision, which I have trouble doing in my own life. Just any big important decision, I think my anxiety just, like, impedes on but a part of me goes and again this could be what we talk about in every single episode of this podcast which is that like evil like roommate in your head that just like meh, 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 you're not good and you can't do
1: it and blah 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 you know whatever
0: because i just hear it going why would you fuck up an informed person's agenda like like i feel like because they it's not about them it's about you Right, which makes a lot of sense, which this podcast is, like, lighting the bulb for me for. Because so for so much, I feel like I, like you're saying when we started this, like, women don't believe that their voice, like, is worth hearing. But I know what I want out of my life. and You have needs to pay need. taxes. Right, right. That makes so much sense. Like, you don't even, you have to, like, you don't get a cut rate on taxes because you're a woman. Right. Or
1: because they don't want to make a decision and all of a sudden everyone else did. Like like You're no. paying his salary, <laughs> their salary? I I mean
0: Yeah.
1: Women make up about nationally, women make up twenty percent of the House of Representatives. Yeah. Twenty three percent of the Senate. Yeah. Statewide it's slightly more than that. Yeah. Like 24 percent. Yeah. So congressmen, whatever. Like you you are paying their salary. You get to choose.
0: Yeah, it's just part of this whole big exposed thing that's happening with me this year where I'm just like exposing all these self-imposed limitations that I've been living with forever. And I think that's one of them. It's just like me not feeling like I should decide because I'm not a hundred percent sure on something, which
1: is such an no OCD totally thing. Okay, <laughs> Right. But it's, but it's I'm I learning it I still get everywhere. scared. Yeah. I still get scared every single time I walk in to vote. I get scared that like, they're going to say my ID isn't right. I get scared that I'm going to sign my name wrong. I get scared that I'm going to drop my pen and fill out the ballot incorrect. I get scared that the machine is going to eat up my, ballot and it's gonna tear it up i get scared that i'm gonna drop my thing and everyone's gonna be like i get scared that i'm literally gonna embarrass myself every single time yeah i i'm terrified to vote constantly okay that's so good
0: to hear like but but like all that's the logistics of voting i'm also i feel like my vote will sway god forbid the wrong way like i really like feel like it will too bad i know That's what, but that's that's the key in all of it is that we just need to say to ourselves as crafty as females and women i am gonna take all this knowledge that i've tried to pump myself with and all my all my backing and experience and values and i'm going to do my best with it like why isn't that enough like like i know it's like a cliche thing like just do your best but like you can't know a hundred percent everything, and I think that's what you can't. Pa- that's what paralyzes me: is that I say, "Well, I can't trust this one hundred percent. I don't know this hundred percent, and I'm uninformed." And you're not. You're
1: it. and you never well, will. Never will be. I know.
0: I know. <laughs> it's such a it's such a part in a bigger picture that plays into this topic. But yes. Well,
1: and I think it goes right into your last question, which is, "What do you do if you don't like a candidate, or if mm-hmm. you don't like either candidates?" Mm-hmm. And the answer is, it doesn't matter because you're hiring them to do a job for you. If you owned a business or if you wanted work done on your house or if you needed anything to be done and you had two or three or four people to hire to do this job and you didn't like any of them, yes, but you needed the job done... You have to hire one of them.
0: That's so good. And so true.
1: (laughs) You're still paying their salary.
0: Yeah. And you still need the job done. You have to go. You have to get all the information and go with the best choice and hope it's going to get done, which is so relevant because my sister is renovating her apartment (laughs) and the same thing happened. She's like, and and this is, again, part of my upbringing, part of my limitations, part of my anxiety disorder that i have understanding. Like, we, we dramatize, or I dramatize, but I think it's a bigger epidemic. We just dramatize, like, right, like the right choice and the best choice and God forbid and let's hope it works. And it. No, you just have to make a choice. Just make a choice right.
1: and go. <laughs> well, that's where a lot of our decision fatigue comes in. Yeah, And I think as women... I want to bring this back to, we need to make the best choice for ourselves, our protection, and the things that we need for our lives to be safe. We will get to this more in After Chatter because we are keeping this... Nonpartisan and resourceful
0: <laughs> You are doing a great job Kristen <laughs> I see you bursting at the seams
1: um, But I think that it's Really important that we take a look At Who represents Our own best interests
0: Yeah
1: And it's not always Democrats It's not always Republicans It's not always It's definitely not always women and this is this is the beauty of primary elections. I didn't talk on about this much mm-hmm. because we're we're having a general election. Mm-hmm. Um, so a primary election is when you have an election to decide who is going to be elected in the general election.
0: Mm-hmm. That's in November, too?
1: No. Oh. So a lot of states have these at different times throughout the year. This is when Democrats vote against Democrats and Republicans vote against Republicans to decide who is going to be like the number one Republican to go against the number one Democrat right. in the November election. And in, in some cases that this is a, um, the primary election can be a bigger election than the general election in the case of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is really awesome. If you guys don't know about her already, you should go and look her up because she's fantastic. She's uh, in the Bronx, but the Bronx only the, the district that she's in, the way that the district is geographically drawn, it's full of Democrats. So by her winning that election, she's practically guaranteed to win November's election. So that was the big election, not November's election.
0: And there's called the primaries.
1: That's called a primary. And then the November one that we're having is called a general
0: it's a lot to take in, which leads me to my question of like, like that's a lot of information. So where would someone start? Like, I feel like to say register and vote for everything like it would be a little much. So like, where would they? I would say register, right? Just make sure you're registered.
1: So the best, the best way to absolute, the absolute best way to start is to register to vote.
0: And if you go in. On November 6th, and see a whole bunch of names, you could just vote for like two, right? Like, you don't have to fill the whole thing out. Like, maybe if you started there, like, what are, what's the one thing I'm going to vote for this time? Yeah.
1: I think that you could definitely grab the, the, like, honestly, go to the League of Women Voters site, vote411.org, and it will take you 15 minutes to scroll through and read what's on your ballot. Because honestly, when you go in, most of the time, it's going to take you less than two or three minutes to vote. Right, gotcha. And so like, for most for most people, you'll be able to see what's on your ballot, see the sample questions, and make the decision right. in 10 to 15 minutes. Gotcha. Vote411.org they will have everything you need and you can do it in like 5 or 10 minutes. And and that is the as informed as you need to be. Yeah. It's it really is. You can do it in the time that we do after chatter. Yeah. Okay, so I did get a couple like a very couple questions from from some listeners. Have either of us been a poll worker on election day? No, but my mom did and I also worked on a congressional election campaign. So, not poll worker, but I think it's cooler. I think it's much cooler actually um what would it take for the electoral college to be done away with it would take a constitutional convention and for most of the states to ratify a change in the electoral college which I'm is also so something. Smart. also something that has to be done in uh also something that the electoral college is only in presidential elections how do you think we can convince people that their vote matters hmm. it does it Hopefully this episode. Tell them <laughs> tell them that they pay taxes. Yeah. And that like they should just elect the people who do the things with their taxes. And just the point of this
0: episode really helped me because, yeah, like I feel I was living under this anxiety rock of like, indec- like I, didn't, I couldn't make a decision because I never felt confident in my level of knowledge. But I like what you're saying. I like, I like the whole message of this episode. It, it helped me.
1: And our last question was, where can we have some good resources mm-hmm. on candidates, on platforms, and registering to vote? Guys, guess what? You can go to vote411.org. It's run by the League of Women Voters, and they're a really great resource. Um, and they're not
0: sponsoring us or anything. You just love that site for it.
1: Yeah, they've been around for a hundred years. I mean,
0: I've never heard of them. I'm so glad. It's like the thing I'm going to do when this is done.
1: Like Like. their their job is to inform women on how to vote. That's awesome. Or, well, inform women so that they can choose how to vote. So helpful. It is.
0: So good. Now let's go to After Chatter so I can hear what you think about uh, political posts. And all that other
1: juices (laughs) stuff. Yeah, guys, if you want to hear how I feel (laughs) about partisan politics, (laughs) I guarantee you it's not what you think. Okay. I literally 100% guarantee you it is not what you think. I also Um, want
0: to say thank you and I appreciate your patience with me and humility to bring it down to my level and overall awesomeness this episode and each everyone before it.
1: You are very welcome. I absolutely 100% love doing this. And if it helps literally you or one other person, then all of my work is absolutely worth it. And I encourage the dialogue between
0: helpless people like myself on this topic and helpful people like Kristen on this topic to sound and be like this. Like, I think that this more of this needs to happen, I think. Yes. Without being afraid, helpless people. Helpless people represent like, we need help. <laughs> so we need yeah, to ask and, for it. Yeah. And no
1: one is like, upset, or why would anyone even be upset that you're helpless? Well,
0: let's take it over to After Chatter, because...
1: Yeah, let's, okay, yeah. we're going over to After Chatter. <laughs> where I'm going to tell you things that you do not expect me to say. I we'll know. talk to you guys next week yeah. about, uh, oh, Jess is on next week. So we'll hear a wonderful... British accent it's fantastic
0: <laughs> and it's such a different episode than this one so it's a good it's a good like switch up it is it is yeah. fan- it is a
1: wonderfully fantastic episode I'm so yeah. I'm so delighted to have her on totally. yeah guys come over to after chatter it's gonna be fantastic <laughs> uh patreon.com slash craftyassfemale and we love you we really do and uh vote next week please or please if you can vote early uh if you can if you need to vote absentee if you're not sure about the rules go and check. If you don't have a plan to vote, make a plan to vote. If you already have a plan to vote, please help at least one more person make a plan to vote. Have an amazing week. Have a great Halloween. And we will catch you next week with Jess. All right.
0: Bye.